A new study finds that mental health spending for children covered by commercial insurance jumped 26% during the pandemic. ADHD, anxiety disorders, and adjustment disorder accounted for the most visits in spending from January 2019 to August 2022, according to research published this week by JAMA. Researchers couldn't specify the extent to which the growth resulted from an overall increase in diagnoses or greater use of mental health care by existing patients. This is Pulse Check. I'm Lauren Gardner. A new report found that in 2022, basic childhood immunization in low-income countries largely recovered from pandemic-era declines. Gavi, the Vaccine Alliance, a public-private global health partnership that supports vaccine access in the developing world, reported that across the 57 countries it supports, 81% of children had received all three doses of diphtheria, tetanus, and pertussis vaccines. Those are considered a benchmark for basic immunization. In 2019, 83% of children in Gavi-supported countries were vaccinated against those diseases, but that number declined to 79% and 78% in 2020 and 2021, respectively, when the pandemic likely disrupted public health efforts in those nations. Europe saw more cases of locally acquired dengue last year than in all of the previous decade. Climate change and migration mean the mosquitoes that transmit dengue, plus other diseases, such as chikungunya and Zika, are making themselves at home in Europe. The most recent annual data from the European Center for Disease Prevention and Control shows that in 2022, the continent saw 71 cases of locally acquired dengue. The study of mosquito-borne diseases that have traditionally afflicted low-income tropical countries has long struggled to attract research and development investment. But research funding is growing, and some major drug makers are working on antiviral treatments and vaccines targeting dengue. And... The Biden administration is moving forward with a key component of the Inflation Reduction Act, gathering patient input on the first 10 drugs selected for price negotiations. Politico healthcare reporter Robert King is here to explain the next steps in this landmark drug pricing initiative. Thanks for having me. So on Tuesday, the Biden administration said that nine companies manufacturing some of the costliest prescription drugs have agreed to participate in the first ever direct negotiations with Medicare. So now CMS, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, is taking public comment on the drugs selected. Can you start by walking us through CMS's implementation of drug pricing negotiations? This is one of the first steps that CMS is taking in the negotiation process. Now that all nine of the companies have opted into negotiations, they are going to submit certain data to CMS to kind of help the agency formulate its initial price offer. Another huge part in CMS's deliberations will be what it gets from a series of patient listening sessions on each drug. Then CMS is going to take all that information and it is going to put together a initial price offer for each of the 10 drugs by February 1st next year. Then the companies could decide whether they want to accept that price or they can enter into negotiations. And after some rounds of talks, CMS will release a final price on September 1st, 2024. 
And just to clarify for listeners, one of the companies has two drugs on the list. That's why there's only nine companies, but 10 drugs that we're talking about. So going back to what you had said about the process, you mentioned patient listening sessions as being kind of the next public step for this. So what's the deal with them? Why are they important? These are going to be a series of 90-minute online listening sessions, one for each drug. And they're starting with Bristol-Myers Squibb's Blood Thinner Eloquis on October 30th, and they run through November 15th. So the goal is for interested patients and advocacy groups to weigh in on issues that they've seen with the drugs, issues with affordability, with access, side effects, patient outcomes, things like that. And then CMS is going to take these views into account as it moves towards calculating its initial price offer. So what we might see is a mix of concern about the current price that patients have to pay now, but also concerns that if the price is driven down to a certain point that there could be some issues with access there. Yeah, and that's the needle that I think CMS is trying to thread as it goes through this process. And this was a late addition to the timeline. CMS originally did not have these patient listening sessions in when it first released its guidance on the negotiation process. But the agency kind of decided to turn around and decided to add the sessions in the bid to be more transparent about the negotiations. What other data did drug makers have to submit to CMS by early this week? Drug makers had to submit data related to several factors, such as research and development costs, the unit costs of production and distribution, any prior federal financial support that they received, and revenue and sales data. So out of the 10 drugs selected, what were some of them costing patients out of pocket? So the White House put out a fact sheet on Tuesday that gave some more details about the out-of-pocket impact of some of these drugs. And Amgen's Embril, which is an arthritis drug, has an extremely high out-of-pocket cost of around $2,000 per enrollee. And the Blood Thinner Eloquis has a high out-of-pocket cost per enrollee of $608 a year. All right. Well, thanks for running through all of that information with us, Robert. Really helpful. Thanks for having me. And that's our show. Our music is by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Afra Abdullah is our producer. Annie Reese and Alex Keeney are our senior producers. Kara Tabor is an editor for Pulse Check. Our healthcare team editors are Eli Reyes, Dan Goldberg, Barbara Van Tyne, Beth Belton, and Sean Zeller. I'm Lauren Gardner. Subscribe and follow Pulse Check for a new episode every day. And subscribe to our newsletters where you can read this reporting Pulse, Future Pulse, and Prescription Pulse. Thanks for listening. 